Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's wrong? The show where a bunch of grown adults at oh, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about birthday boys. Me, I'm the birthday boy. It's my birthday, and this is the episode of Teenagers with Attitude where we talk about birthday boys. Happy birthday! Congratulations! Uh, happy birthday, Zach. But that's a lie. How dare you take advantage <laughs> of the two-week delay in releasing these episodes to extend your birthday congratulations period even further? Oh, it's it's gonna be so. I'm gonna be be my birthday forever. I'm Zach, also, and joining we, we me this week. We covered Happy Birthday, Zach, like more than a year ago. Oh my That's god! True. Joining me this week is Mike, a war criminal, but with jokes. <laughs> okay. Wait, yeah. wait, hold on, hold on. Wait. What? Okay. Fuck so- did I miss? Okay, so Monty Python had this sketch where um, okay. there was a joke that no. killed people, and no, not that. that- okay, that's Joel. Hi, Joel. Hi. Okay, we've got Simon. Hey. We have Matt. So, I have a question for you, Zach. What's it feel like being one step closer to the cold grave? I'm 30 today, and this week, uh, well, not today, but, you know, close enough for podcasting. And this week, I made a joke uh, about Carmen Sandiego at work, and one of my younger coworkers didn't know what that was, (laughs) and I got really sad. So, that's basically where I'm at. Uh... And we're joined by our friend Emily. Hello. Welcome back, Emily. Um, listeners may or may not know that you are from the uh, the War and Beast podcast. Uh, it's good to have mm-hmm. you back on the show. It's great to be um, back. We are going to be talking about an episode today that you messaged me like five minutes before and we're like, oh my God, please, can I talk about this? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I mean, I, honestly, I was just... I was doing nothing. I was just sitting here, and I'm like, hey, they're probably going to record soon. I should but, get on there. You know, <laughs> as good I just watched the episode, so I was like... It's it's a really stupid episode. So <laughs> it is pretty that. silly. It's not as good as the last episode, which was amazing. Oh, the, I really like that one, too. But So uh, we're glad to have you on, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But first, we've got some talking about things to talk about, because we're out of uh, sp- actor spotlights again, unfortunately. 
But that's okay. We have two things. You guys want the, the weird, sad one or the happy one first? Oh, the sad one. Talking about things. Okay, so the sad one is, and it could have been a lot sadder, let's put it that way. Uh, basically, uh, this past oh, week. Oh, I know uh, what this is. Yeah, this past week. Oh, um, this thing, yeah. A couple weeks ago, by the time you listened to this, uh, there was an Arizona comic convention at which someone made an attempt on Jason David Frank's life. And I'm only laughing because that's the craziest sentence I've had to say yep. while we've been doing this show. Um, it was a, you know, not to make too light of, of, of what happened, but it was a guy who was uh, under some kind of mental stress and and believed that he was the pun- the punisher from the comic books the punisher and for some reason decided that what he needed to do was kill a bunch of uh police officers and also Jason David Frank um why Jason David Frank specifically who knows he claimed uh, that they had he had a personal vendetta against him okay i had missed that part the the thing i saw which I'm sorry well, again. See, Jason I don't... David Frank has been um, doing performing vigilante justice. <laughs> right, that's city. true. <laughs> yes. I again, not to make too much fun of this, but apparently he had a calendar reminder in his smartphone that said "kill JDF" at like 4 Jesus. p.m. And a come on, have you ever watched like a movie? You know how the evidence stuff works. B, did you were you worried you were gonna forget? <laughs> Like that, that was well, who the knows? You, you know, the mind of a severely delusional person. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say he's he wasn't exactly like um, that's true. All put together. I so. just feel like that would be the kind of thing that you would wake up and remember that that's what you were having to do, to do today. Well, but, you know, the, I could the be thing wrong. is, if you've been planning, if you've been planning something like this for a long time, and it has to happen on a specific day because that's when the you know person you need to go after is going to be around. I can understand where maybe. I mean, I can understand why you might need to remember yeah. what day it's happening on. Fair enough. So not to drag this out too long, but yeah. he um, he was caught by the police department. Um, nobody was hurt. Yeah. And uh, Jason David Frank actually made... I, there's a clip of him on the, the local Fox station giving a, um, a statement, and it's really fucking surreal. But he does a good job. And says, you know, I thank you to the police department for making sure this didn't become a tragedy. Uh, he actually points something out, which I've I was thinking about sometime last year when I went to um, Pack South. He said, you know, I'm uh, I think this might op- be an eye opening situation to increase and add more security to all Comic Cons around the world. And like we, I went to that Pack South and. Uh, there were a couple times where I went into the convention center and like opened my bag and just got waved in. And there's thousands yeah. of people in those places, and that makes me really nervous. Well, to be fair, from what I read of, of this story, he's, he apparently there was the station to check people's prop guns because obviously you would go in with a cosplay costume that involves gun, guns, so it would be kind of easy to sneak a gun in 
under that pretense, so there was a booth to check those, and that's how they caught him. Oh, so they actually caught him at the security check. That, that's, okay, that, that's the correct. way I understand it is, yes, he, he tried to actually walk in with real guns, and he went by that booth, and they checked out, holy shit, this real gun, we should we should arrest this guy, and he was arrested. Gotcha. Yeah, I, okay. I thought he avoided the peace bonding booth, and then was later like seen sitting oh, down somewhere, but I could perhaps. be wrong. Okay, well, we don't have have all the data, but yeah, I mean, they do have those. The thing bonding. is, folks, like as we record this, this literally just happened, and yeah, as like, with all things on the news, immediate details are hazy yeah. and wildly inaccurate most of the time. So sure. there you uh, go. He he went on to say, um, you know, that that they they were banning all proper weapons for the rest of the show, which I think is prudent. Yep. Um, but you know. Basically, don't let this uh, stop you from having fun at the Comic Con. That's what this is for, and everybody should should not let this yep. scare you off from. Yeah, going like to if you're if you're really worried about not getting shot, just don't be in America. <laughs> well, yeah, I figured fair, that yeah. out a while ago. High five, Emily. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. God damn you, Canadians. <laughs> so. So yeah, um, uh, it, with, with, it, with your health care and you're not getting shot, not getting <laughs> man. You know, without without one of those things, you don't need nearly as much of the other. So it's kind of a <laughs> double true. whammy. Well, that's why our premiums are so low that we can have nationalized health care. Is nobody get shot all the time? Yeah. That's the secret. Yeah, well, yeah. that'll do it. I actually don't know what the monetary burden of gun violence is in the United States. That's it's probably it's, it's there's a reason studies, for that. So. That's oh yeah, that, there like, is a the reason for Congress that. that. You straight up can't study that. Yeah, yeah. the Center it, for Disease Control legally isn't allowed to do that. Holy oh, you're God. right. I've forgotten that. Let's yeah. let's. Hey guys, let's move on. Come on. Yeah, please. I know, I know it's fucked. Up. It's all fucked. <laughs> I mean, We're here we to talk just do about a whole Power episode Rangers. Where I rant about you know, you know, gun violence I, and gun I'd really rather. I'd really rather talk about Power Rangers. If we should really settle this issue for. Once and for all, in research right now, Zach, I wanted you to say you to say I would really rather talk about abortion rights. No, well, I really I wanted mean, you to say that instead. No, not really. I, so, I, this is an episode uh, about a pachinko machine, by the way. That's what I say. So, oh, uh, right, real quick, we, we can rant about gambling. I will yep. point out that a friend of the podcast, Fletcher, mentioned to me at one point while we were talking, like, "Hey, I know you guys have a lot of po- like political thoughts. You should do a politics podcast." And I was like. No, because it no, would just be us not. screaming into microphones for several <laughs> hours. Like, None I don't... of us are experts. It would just be like armchair yelling at TVs and the news. And It wouldn't no. be good content. We're not yeah. going to do that. So let's move on from this. You, you saw how well we managed to discuss like a recent incident. So You know what the world really needs? It's more white dudes talking about politics. Oh, yeah. Uh, but in any case, what I was going to say is, hey... Nobody got hurt. That's awesome. I'm yep. really happy. Uh, yeah, this could have been really terrible. Yeah, that, that, that's that's the good news part of this. Like, if if more tragedies like this were stopped before they happened like this, we would all be in a better world. So, good job to the forces of order that prevent this tragedy from happening. Also, Zach, to be honest, with the way you were initially framing it, I thought at least like two people lost their lives in this thing. No, no, no everybody's no okay. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to scare anybody by saying it was the sad news. It's just a fucked up thing that happened. But Yeah, he, it is, but he, like no fatalities or even injuries, like whatever. Yeah, everybody's okay. So, But I had to bring that up because when you yeah, see let, fucking JDF... If almost die, Matt's not impressed. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean... Say. <laughs> but the thing is, like, yeah, we had to talk about about that because like this is kind of our news segment but usually it's like like usually it's like stuff that's going on like promoting the film or 
I don't know, just stuff happening with the actors. Hey, this this person's going to be <laughs> killing in the, the roommates with swords, you know. How you to <laughs> yeah, it's really like actual like news news. Right. So. so, uh so speaking of promoting the movie, who's ready to talk about the movie some more? Woo! I'm so get a, like a theme song you, and segment name we're know, talking about the movie. Zach, just insert know, just insert the sound of you know, me disconnecting from Skype. You know, yeah, yes, Matt. You know, the one one of you fuckers said we can stop talking about the Yeah, it was now. me. But, but yeah, but how fucking stupid are you? Fuck with you guys now and to bring it up every single episode. How fucking the next stupid are years. you? <laughs> well, so so for one thing, Zach is, it's, Zach is just a, a trickster spirit who subsists on lies <laughs> and suffering. Listen, I mean, that uh, would explain him founding this podcast. Let's be honest. Two things: a, I don't think Luke listens to the episodes he's not on, so I'm just going to tell you guys this. A uh, friend of the show, Molly, who hosts Totally Reprise along with Ashley, told me that as we get closer to the the original film in our chronology, I should start like reading movie news about that movie just to antagonize. Oh my god, Luke. that'd be amazing! <laughs> Good idea. I yes. love it. So I might have to do that. But just um, pretend it's 1993 or something, right? Or what year did that come out? 96. Five, 95, 96. I think. Okay. Um, but in any case, Wait, what's, where are we at? Like chronologically, where we're at it in is, the show now? I believe it's nineteen ninety five. I think it's ninety five. I think we're at the same year where the movie came out right now. I could well, be wrong in any case, this, there's but... only like twenty five episodes between the mo- us yeah, now was, and the movie. Yeah, I was wrong. So. The movie came out in June of ninety five. Yeah, so we're pretty close. We're probably in 94, maybe. 20 weeks away no, from I'd... that, which is five months. So we'll be there yeah. in late October to November. Okay, is this sh- was the show weekly at this point, or was it still daily? I'm not sure. Also, this episode aired in November 1994. November 94. Thank you very much. Okay, yep. great. So, so no, this is t- like tangentially related to the movie. It it is news because uh, people were pretty sure we weren't going to get a sequel. Um, and that's basically the news is uh, that since last year. Uh, since April of last year, compared to April of this year, Power Rangers merchandise sales of all types, not just the movie, but including the, um, the normal show, uh, have increased by 186%, according to, um, the NPD data. So, they're selling a fuckload of Power Rangers toys all of a sudden, yeah, it's the thing is the existence of the movie reminded people that Power Rangers was a was a thing, and even if people didn't like that movie, they still like got back into liking Power Rangers. Well, maybe they've so, been well, even if not, they've been doing a lot, a lot of like nostalgia based release of stuff from the show yeah, everyone watched, yeah. and mm-hmm. and also and also I mean it it also ties in well with the fact that by the time the movie was announced and all the advertising and hype for that or disinterest for that evidently uh started getting rolling like the entire show has been on netflix the entire time so it's been incredibly Mm. easy for people to just go hmm power rangers i remember that let's 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 watch a little bit of that stuff yeah the twitch stream probably helped they just launched a like reprinting of the um legacy dragon zord so like clearly people are buying this shit right someone is so so yes somebody his name is joel they did not get sales (laughs) figures for me on that one (laughs) <laughs> I spent so, way more than they would have gotten. 
Yeah, because you, <laughs> uh, you bought it off eBay for like twice yeah. as much money. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the... And also, I, I'm sorry to keep harping on this because I've mentioned it like three or four times. The toys for the movie were garbage. So oh, like, they were bad. So <laughs> yeah. they were better, I'm yep. sure it would have even done better than that. So, yep. um, yeah, I, this is an interesting bit of information. Um, there's been a lot of stuff also recently. This this is from a Den of Geek article, by the way, that I'm quoting. Uh, and they quote a New York Times article sorry, was that, that came Dan out. Was that Den or Din? Because I really like the idea. <laughs> I really like the idea of a blog that's just a bunch of geeks talking so incessantly that it's nothing but a din. D E N. So, so den. a thing on the internet. So yeah. Yes. So basically, this podcast. Yeah. So this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's. They quote an article from the New York Times that came out last uh, May twenty second. Um, that basically talks about how the things that cause movies to be made are changing. Um, the, the, they, they cite a couple, uh, a couple different things, including the fact that none of the, the, the Minions movie did not do shit in the movie theaters, but guess how much Minions merchandise got sold and why they're going to keep making those movies. Is that really a so, new thing? I thought like, Movies as the path to merch sales has been a thing since like Star Wars. It's not new, but the the article quotes the fact that both DVD sales and um, t- movie ticket sales are way way down in the past couple years, and merchandise sales is up. So this is something that we don't. I, I'm not going to say that this means we're going to get another movie. Who fucking knows? But retailers are going to continue to devote space to stuff that's selling well and that'll put pressure to make more movies so they can make more shit so who knows i i, I think it's an interesting thing to note that's a pretty big growth like uh no, that's huge you said 186 percent like yeah 185.9 like percent uh growth i'm trying to in, think of a world where that's not huge in I don't know one much year about toy sales but i know that's a big big increase the thing is there's a counter argument to that and it's that they can just make more merchandise without making another film. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going to promote the merchandise. Yeah, they were making the they were making merchandise before the film was a thing, and it wasn't selling as much. So clearly, the film helped them sell merchandise. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that it was Ninja Steel, which is like an okay season that that catapulted it to to sell. So, all that stuff. like, if the merch if the merch sales like remain at this height, you know, well after the movie's DVD release or Blu-ray release or whatever, then, yeah, they might not have much of an impetus, but if they start dipping again, they're going to be like, okay, we got to boost this somehow. Let's put out another so, movie. So, so hear me out. Apparently, okay, the movie being out, despite the fact that nobody saw that movie, drove the sales of the toys of the other Power Rangers shit. So what if we just, instead, like, if we're going to treat the movie as a toy commercial and that fails, what about if we just don't make a movie but make commercials for a movie that isn't being made People will see those commercials for oh, non-existent God. movies, okay, Simon, and then go to buy the toys. Shit, right now, and I want to get on board. <laughs> I want to really quickly mention that the movie made 140 million dollars, and its what was the budget? Its now? budget was 100. So, like, it it not nobody saw it. Like, it didn't. It wasn't a huge block. I mean, we all saw, saw it. it. Yeah, that's true. Did. Nobody in China saw it. That's accurate. <laughs> I think like twenty people in China right. saw it. Come yeah. 
one family wandered into the wrong movie. <laughs> Which is statistically <laughs> nobody in China. Yes. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what that meant. I'm also, this made me angry all over again that I did couldn't justify buying the toys because I want them, but they're bad. So I'm not going to buy them. <laughs> they're shitty toys. Like, yeah. The cause Kendall yeah. seems to like them, but I agree. I don't think they look very good. I just, I like, I, yeah, we've talked about it enough. Like, it's, yeah, it's okay. there are larger McDonald's toys. Like, yeah. yeah. They're very <laughs> low detail happy. level. Let's put it that way. There, there's not a lot of paint or detail on the, on the toys. That's it. That's all I'll say. So, yeah, that's it. Um, I, I'm curious to see if that comes to anything. Um, I, it's probably going to be a while before we hear anything about that. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my I guess mean, is that after it's be a while, because I can't handle a two year like well, well, I think cycle the, for a sequel on this movie. On I this think podcast. the Blu-ray comes out pretty soon, and that's probably the last thing that'll actually tell us anything. So uh, I'll probably mention that unless it, you know. Almost certainly you'll mention that. Yeah, I ju- it's ju- look, it's just fun. At this point, it's just fun to fuck with you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Let's move on. Let's talk about the episode. This is well, episode- I, I, You're not going to ask me if I had any new Power Rangers news? Oh my god, you're right. I'm sorry. Emily, has anything <laughs> Power Rangers related happened to you since the last time you were on the show? I has Zordon um, blessed you lately? Technically, yes. You guys did. You guys did mention it on the last episode that actually aired that I did that comic. But I will mention that David Yost actually her personally liked the comic on Twitter, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and in, in going with that news, um, it's happened a long time ago. But when I drew a Jason Tommy uh, ship drawing, Steve Cardenas on Instagram liked it. I didn't even add him. And Steve Carnett, and this is a Steve Cardenas episode. So that's <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. that is that's almost the um Simpsons joke of this is a picture of Sean Connery signed by Roger Moore. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean yeah. like it's it's I, I, I see the thing is it's funny because I actually really want to look up these interviews again because I I I'm a little worried that Steve Carnett liked the picture from like making fun of Jason David Frank. Oh god, I hope cool. not. Yeah, because him and JDF did not get along at all on set, and JDF oh, was like always pulling pranks on them. They actually got in like fist fights on set. Holy oh, shit! Wow. I'd never heard that. I'll have to look into that. Maybe we can talk about that next week. Well, like I said, like I, I, I'll try to look up the interviews again. But like J- Jason David Frank's like laughing about it, saying about how like the one time they got in a fight and like Steve's makeup got messed up or something, and the producer like talked to like ha- like like the, like a principal to students like brought them in to talk to them and stuff and oh man yeah. that's crazy because because most of the time you hear about everybody getting along on set other than the david yost stuff uh, which is mm-hmm. a shame but i want yeah. i want to learn why i would like to know why they did not get along that is i don't know because like because it's because like i mean steve uh i understand why um austin st john and jason david frank might have not got along right away because apparently uh Jason David Frank mentioned that Austin St. John was angry when the It's Morphing Time became, like, Tommy's thing and not his. I mean, I would be, too, probably. Well, I mean, <laughs> Saban is known to bring in actors to threaten right, the main yeah. cast. So I can definitely see how Jason David Frank showing up could feel like a, yeah. you know, a threatening to replace you sort of movie. Right, exactly. And he one, one of the did, so... Yeah, one of one of the stories, um, actually, that I do remember from these interviews is that during the movie set, they had to wear these suits that, because the suits were really hard to get out of, they had these undersuits on that had no bottoms. 
they go to the bathroom. those incredibly stiff, plasticky seats yeah, that are hard to get out of. Yeah. PVC, yeah. But they, they had no bottoms on, like, the undersuit, so that they could go to the bathroom in them. And at one point, Steve was, like, sleeping on set, and Jason David Frank uh, sat on his face and farted on him. While he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I might... I'm, I'm pretty vocally, like... A pacifist, but I might punch someone for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's oh. pretty shitty. <laughs> no fun intended. Okay, I'll have to figure. I'll have to find that stuff. I need to know about this. Okay. So yeah, okay. I hope he didn't like the picture because of like, haha, gay. Yeah, like, I hope. I no. certainly hope not. Um, I mean, well, and I like the picture because gay, but like, in a <laughs> well, positive yeah. yeah, that's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, th- that's um, that's awesome, <laughs> I guess. And, that's um, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. And um, I just wanted to also, I forgot to tell the story last time I was on, oh, okay. but I mentioned how I like collected all the different toys, right? I was very into co- uh, completing the collection, but the Pink Ranger toy was like never in stock in our store. And we were in a different city where the Pink Ranger toy was there. And I was insisting that we got it from my mom. And she was like, well, I don't know. Like, m- like my parents were split up at the time. She's like, maybe your dad will get it for you. And I was like, I don't know, like four or something. And I r- like ended up running away from my mom and <laughs> she lost me. And so I could find a payphone to call my dad to ask if I could have a pink power. <laughs> well, see, toy. I thought you were going to go with, well, fine. If you won't buy it, I'll just find a mother who will. <laughs> no, I just abandoned my mother to find a payphone to call my dad collect to ask if he'll buy me the pink parent your toy. Fantastic. And my mom was furious with me. So, younger <laughs> listeners, let me explain hey, a couple idea. things real quick. First of all, a payphone was a phone that was, like, in a, you know, a store or on the sidewalk, and you could put money into it to make phone calls. Now, collect calls... Joel, you said it was her idea, but it wasn't her idea for me to run away and get lost and her to, like, fear for her child's safety. Oh, yeah. I would definitely <laughs> think her plan through very well. That's not on you. <laughs> so, okay. I'm sure uh, she'll love to hear that. Uh, <laughs> so this is episode 32 of season two. Rocky just wants to have fun. And That's all he really wants. <laughs> Wait, is that the actual name of the episode? That's yeah, the name of the episode, Yes. Uh, so we open in so the. I, I, I do want to say right out of the gate because it's something we mentioned a couple of times. Um, so I'm I'm kind of the member of the group who never really watched the show as a kid, but there was exactly one episode of the show I did remember. I remember from you mentioning that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's this one, and wow, what an episode to remember! Yeah, yeah holy shit. <laughs> That this, is an episode. This uh, this episode. Before we get into it, did anybody watch Saved by the Bell when they were growing up? I saw a couple nope. episodes. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, is anyone familiar with the episode of Saved by the Bell that is a drugs parable? Uh, oh but, yeah, with but it's pills. about coffee. Caffeine it's about pills. caffeine pills. I mean, but I'm aware of it in the sense that it's been absorbed by the mass culture. And sure, and it's like clearly a re- a, you know a replacement for speed or something. But she's just on caffeine pills. That is what I kept thinking of during this episode because. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about it when we get there. Of the uh, episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns opens a casino. Well, that works too. Yeah. So, so okay. We open in the gym and juice bar, and we've got Rocky and Billy studying for a test. And in fact, though we haven't gotten a lot of uh, characterization—that was a word—characterization for Rocky yet. We find out that Rocky is in the advanced math class with Billy, which is kind of cool. Um. Yeah. 
However, <laughs> he throws out some smart math words in a yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, smart math words. Um, so, <laughs> okay, Ernie is standing by a machine with a cloth over it. Who is the drapery for? Who is he unveiling this to? Like, well, he wants to. He wants some pageantry in his pachinko reveal. Apparently, Billy and Rocky. <laughs> yeah, who can I mean, blame him for that? So he's like, hey guys, check out my, pulls the cover off, pachinko machine. And every seven-year-old watching this show as a child went, what? What the fuck is a pachinko? Well, every American seven-year-old. Right. (laughs) Because, okay, so we've talked about it a lot in this show. The idea that the show has to come up with weird fucking reasons to have the Die Ranger monsters as objects. Because... Mm They themselves said that the way that Zed makes monsters is he uses inanimate objects and zaps them. So they made everything hard for themselves, which is fine. Okay, whatever. But, God, it's never been more apparent than in this, or than in this episode, where it's something that no American has ever heard of. (laughs) And And, and I, I like that it's, even Ernie probably doesn't know what it is. Because he, he basically installed a, gam- a gambling machine in his youth center. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. probably doesn't even understand that it's that. So that oh, yeah. kind no, of Literally, nobody in America knows what pachinko is or how it works. Yeah. No, no. Ernie would definitely know because remember, he is mob connected. Oh. He's trying to get the youngsters hooked. So oh, right. I see. Well, <laughs> is he connected to the Yakuza now? Yeah. Um, sure, why not? So the, fu- the funny. I mean, they play it off as like, oh, it's like a pinball machine. Right. I got it. So let me ask you a question. Why the fuck didn't they just say, oh, look at my new pinball machine? And then yeah. just yeah. Ha- like. And pretend the monster is a pinball? Who knows? Yeah, like, I, I don't understand. You would made yeah, like, so they, much more work for yourself. There's not enough actual, like, pachinko-ness to that monster that they couldn't pass it off yeah. as pinball. I mean, I don't see a single Konami franchise on it. So <laughs> it's, not, it's not right. So, there's no sexual violence? No, no, no sexual violence. So they do, <laughs> you do it, they at least were cognizant enough to go, well, no one knows what the fuck that is, so let's have Billy explain but, I mean, it. Billy knows. Billy has studied pachinko machines in his like early internet delvings where he learned everything he could about Japan because, of course... Yeah, because he was on all the BBS boards trying to download yep. illegal anime porn when he yep. was 16, <laughs> when nobody else had any... Um, so, by the way, if anyone wants to know what I meant when I said that, look up the Konami Pachinko trailer. Oh, yeah. no, I've seen some of that shit. It's there's some sexy vampires I in the there. Watch the end the of one and two Jimquisition episodes and you'll see a nice sample of it. Also, yeah. Matt, what'd you say? I was oh I was just gonna say I was just saying I would have gone with hit the lever as well. <laughs> but <laughs> so I just want to point something out about this episode kind of like plot ways. So what happens here is uh, Billy explains what the pachinko machine is, and Rocky, you know, is like, "Yeah, I'll try it. I'll, I'll, I'll try this thing from another culture. Sure, I'll be open-minded here." And effectively, later on, he's gonna like quote unquote learn a lesson about needing to be responsible. <laughs> yeah, except, oh God. except he's hit with a magic spell that makes him yeah. play the game. So yeah, yeah, he's gonna get hit by a Zed spell in like two seconds. I like, sure learned my lesson not to play with something where I 
get well, hit by a spell that makes me addicted. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they were He's, really he, he close. He just says, like, he and Billy specifically finished their, their study session for a little bit. They're, they're at a break, mm-hmm. and Rocky's got a little time before they have to go. He has to teach karate class to this little kid. Yep. He's like, you know what? Yeah, real quick, I'll squeeze in a game or two. Yep. So here's he's the, being responsible, right? But here's the but here's the thing. Pachinko is basically a more predatory slot machine. Like yep. this mm-hmm. is gambling, like manipulative gambling at its worst. Real quick, because they're they're. I realized we didn't describe it. If you're not familiar, a pachinko machine is basically think of a pinball machine that doesn't have paddles. So yep. a ball just goes up, and then it just kind of hits these pegs and bounces to one of the prize areas. And the objective is to get extra balls, which you can then put back into the machine, or in Japan, you can trade in for money. Uh, at, yeah. at, See, I was no, just no, thinking... no, not money, only groceries, because yes, like, gambling is illegal in Japan, I believe, but they have gambling... shots set okay, next gambling, to the pachinko it, parlors. Right. Yeah, yeah, gambling is quote-unquote illegal, speaking yep. of Yakuza connections, yep. actually. Right, they, yep. you use them for quote-unquote prizes, but it's basically yep. a big money laundering scheme. Anyway. I mean, yep. it, for Americans, they have it on the like Price is Right. Right, yes, they do have it on Price is Right. It's yeah, called Plunko. Plinko, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Point. So, oh, man, so speaking of Plinko, just real quick, because um, it's become a, a, a joke that's come up a lot for us, like, there was a dude who broke the record for, like, most prize money won playing Plinko recently, and he mm. was all over the internet. It's like, yeah, holy shit, look at this dude, he broke the Plinko record, that's awesome. And then almost immediately became a milkshake duck situation. Oh, God. What? <laughs> yeah, What's uh, a milkshake no- duck? Yeah. Uh, milkshake duck, du- okay, milkshake duck is based off of a tweet where the joke is, here's milkshake duck, the adorable duck that drinks milkshake, everybody loves him. Okay. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you that Milkshake Duck is actually a racist. The joke goes something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, basically, okay. anytime any sort of person, like, goes viral on social media, oh, it's like, oh whoops. They're, oh, you they're mean, like, like Kenneth, yeah. Kenneth Bone. Like, Ken Bone. Yeah. 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 Ken Bone. There was yeah. also, like, that, what was it, like, fucking Czechoslovakian. It was the singer at Eurovision. Oh, right. Yeah. Hey, so, we yeah, Eight Dogs dude. is still cool. That's true. So yeah. anyway, yeah, let's. We are cool. so fucking. This is. We are not on track. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Rocky tries to. He okay. Rocky puts his hands on the machine and then turns to, <laughs> to Ernie and goes, "Oh my god, this is so much fun." <laughs> my understanding of pachinko is that's basically all you all you do. So. Yep. Pretty lights. <laughs> that, that dial and what. And the like balls important fly. to note. This is before he gets spell zapped. Yep. Yeah. Right, yes. Well, he already thinks it's fun because he turned the thing and then the lights lighted up and the sound played <laughs> and he got more balls and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm addicted to this. And then he gets really <laughs> my, my endorphins are, are it works, activated. It works the same way jingling your keys in front of a Oh, baby this is some works. kind of Skinner box. I get it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so... At this point, we cut and up to the Skinner moon. Box sounds a lot more ominous than it is if you don't, aren't familiar yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that really more ominous than it is? The Skinner Box. Yes, because a I'm Skinner box is a just box a box that you rewards played. you randomly with a prize. Well, do you, not, yeah. do you yeah. know what a Skinner Box is? Yeah, I do. It's, it, it's just... an experiment that this guy Skinner did with, I think, mice, where he put them in a box and there was a lever that randomly would give them food or no food and eventually they got addicted to pressing that lever even though pressing it was no guarantee to actually get food that's what a scanner yeah. box is 
Also, holy fuck, are we going to explain every goddamn thing? Yes, we are. Suck it. So, no, that's a bad idea. So, okay. So, that. Zed's like, I'm going to make it so he loves Pachinko. And Goldar goes, why? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good question. Uh, and Zed says, well, because while he's uh, playing and having fun with Pachinko, they won't have as many Power Rangers and then I'll kill them all. So makes it's sense it's to me. It's basically your textbook, like, I'm going to remove the, uh, somebody's inhibitions and make them only care about, like, pleasure. Yep. Yes. Sort of spell. Yep. And, sure. uh, which makes me, like, again, it comes up with, like, Zed, if you can just cast these fucking spells that alters people's personalities, why don't you just do that to everyone <laughs> all the time? Yep. <laughs> the, best, the best part about this scene is that he then he sits down... And then it cuts to commercial, <laughs> and then Zed goes, now it's time to cast my yeah, spell. He's, he's yeah, he's thrown all bored, like, tapping his fingers, like he's just been waiting out the commercial break. Gotta let Rocky play a few rounds first, so that he see if he gets addicted legit first. He was waiting for you to hear about the newest fucking Cabbage Patch Kids, or whatever the <laughs> oh, hell. God. So, what oh, I love God, about please it... Tell me, please tell me that, like, in the original airing, immediately after it cuts, it cuts back to him sitting on the throne he turns to the cameras like hey kids if you want to if you want this uh cool monster you're about to see for yourself just tell your parents to go down to target (laughs) (laughs) so what i love the most though is that before the commercial break his his last line is all i have to do is cast my spell and then his commercial break and he's like now to cast my spell exactly it's fantastic (laughs) he tells you what he's gonna do then he tells you what he does and later he's gonna tell us what he did now TV writing 101. We cut down to the uh, to Rocky, who gets hit by magic, and then goes, oh my god, Pachinko, yay! Yeah, and so really <laughs> all this spell does is make him, like, goofier with yep. how he talks. Like, that's literally it. The, yeah. It makes him act like a crazy person, because he's, wa- like, the rest <laughs> of the episode, he's wandering around going like, I just want to have fun! Oh god, I, I'm peeking! I don't want to come down. <laughs> yeah, like he's on drugs basically the rest of this episode. Yeah. He needs I mean, to go to a rave and do some X and he'll be fine. No. <laughs> now, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um the, Steve is does a, kind of a bad job here. Okay, let's be real. I mean, I think it's hilarious. No. To be honest with I think you. No, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's not good acting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But however, and I know this is something we sh- we're eventually going to have to start po- stop harping on, but as you're watching this episode, I want y'all to just imagine what would be happening if this was still Austin St. John. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a good point. He would, yeah, he wouldn't be able to do this. Like, I don't think he can. No, he wouldn't be able to do this at he all. He would just put on his super concentrated face. Yeah, on. he's too, he's, having he's fun. too intense. Just scowling like, I just want to have a good time, you guys. (laughs) Here's the the ultimate problem with this being Austin St. John or being Jason in this plot is there's nothing Jason finds more fun than like kicking and punching things. So he would be all over that putty fight. That is true. Yes. So. So. okay. Then we cut to Serpentera, which I thought I had missed a a plot exposition (laughs) scene because... Remember, Serpentera is out of power, but apparently it's just fine now. I mean, well, they, I'm sure they it was recharged charged. it. Like, it's been a while. Yeah, I was they gonna just, say they just plugged the fucker back <laughs> in, but it recharged. Apparently, <laughs> they really need to get Serpentera some fucking Inaloop batteries because 
Serpentero had to stay on the dock for a few episodes. Here's the problem, Zach. Batteries weigh more, which means it takes more power to move Serpentera. So there's a power-to-weight ratio that you have to keep in mind when you're, like, trying to electronically power a moving vehicle. So they're just dialing it in the whole time. Actually, you know what? It's headcanon time. What they were waiting on was the pallets upon pallets of AA batteries delivered <laughs> to the moon. That's right. Each of them meticulously a... slotted in. Right, because this is a Zord from the 90s. That Right. Uh, but but they they it's like a huge bank. Like you slide the back off, and you need to put three hundred double A's in there. But if you put one backwards, it doesn't work. So you have to make sure they're yeah. all the right way. Oh jeez! <laughs> God, give me give me the two hour scene of Goldar having to meticulously put all these batteries in and like stop every once in a while because he got one wrong and like single handedly keeping the putty workforce employed. <laughs> so so okay <laughs> at this point. Uh, He's Zed's like, all right, let's take Serpentera to Earth, God, and then I, they really waste time with the Serpentera like flying across the moon stuff. But it looks really cool. It, it does, does look, look really cool. cool. Uh, we cut to Rocky, and again, the acting here is like, yeah, yeah, I win again. Yes, ha, ha. come on, come on, come on. All right, all right. Yeah, I win again. Yes, yes. Uh, Rocky. I really think we need to get back to our map. Well, then go study then, Brainiac. I'm having fun. Yeah. Come on, come on. Yes! All right! Yeah. Yeah, I'm having so much fun. Come on, come on. All right, all right. (laughs) I think this is like a textbook example of, like, the room style so bad it's good. Oh, it's really funny. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, so and also, he... there are there's a roll of like six empty glasses next to Rocky. Is like, yep. yeah. is he just burning through milkshakes here or what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's a sugar high as much as anything. <laughs> also, we keep seeing shots of like the the ball, like the whatever you call it, the the place where the balls are dumped out. And Rocky seems to be really winning at. Pachinko. He's very good at pachinko, which is it, from yeah. from what we know, we we don't see him putting a single quarter in this thing. He's going off of a free oh, I roll that you, Bernie every gave him. Single like arcade game in this place is like rigged so that you can just like hit the coin. It's on free play. Start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So Ernie's, Ernie's that guy who uh, you know keeps forgetting to actually make money with his business. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, being addicted to pachinko, it's bad enough. But if he's addicted to a thing that he can play without putting any money into it does it really count as a gambling addiction i mean yes because he likes balls yes because he is like blowing off other responsibilities (laughs) yeah it doesn't cost me simon it doesn't cost me any money to jerk it but i can't stop like that's not (laughs) okay but like i wouldn't call your your addiction to jerking it a gambling addiction unless like you're doing it in a really risky manner i don't know what the situation is there maybe (laughs) I, I think that the, the the fact I think it's part of a spell because it's like if he if he gets like if he loses he might stop having fun with it okay, so he just yeah. has it on like yeah that's, constant win. Well, see, you'd think that, but actual gambling addictions like most of those people aren't making money. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. You, you get but bored if you uh, like every single yeah. time you won. I get. What you're that's yeah. exactly no, the Skinner box the, thing. That's we were the thing. About right. The, the, for 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 the lesson of the episode to sink in, there really needs to be a scene where. Rocky goes up to Billy and asks him for a quarter to keep playing or something. Well, but the problem is <laughs> they there. never they never even say the thing is that it's not presented as a gambling problem. It's no, it's, not. it's presented it's... as 
he's not studying. Like that's the issue. Well, which, to be fair, like if you're if you're making this lesson for kids, that is the more relatable thing because most kids don't have a ton of money anyways and don't fully understand the value that's true. of money. Mo- most kids have never fucking seen a pachinko machine in their life. <laughs> right. <laughs> as a matter of fact. So at this point, Balk and Skull come in, and boy, is this the first time we've seen? Oh no. That's right. We know that Skull is a classically trained pianist. So this is the second time we find out that Skull is secretly actually really smart. Um, because we find out that... Well, we haven't actually gotten to him being a pianist yet. So Wait, uh, really? Zio, I think. Oh, I thought we saw that already. My bad. Okay. Nope. Um, I so, think that's next season, actually. So, so, so Skull has... Before we... But before you, before you get there, I just want to I just want to like call out this scene because he he runs oh, up yeah. to bulk with like his arms just completely full of papers and a box that says pies in big letters. Yep. Yeah. Exciting. And he interrupts and, bulk's riveting game of kick. Yeah, like bulk is playing some sort of uh, arcade game and like kind of like pushes skull aside and all the papers come flying out of his hands and land very neatly onto a table like all arranged (laughs) like it's can can i ask y'all a question if someone Mm. walked into a room and had a box with a big label on it that said pies and you and they were your friend how ha- how excited would you be? Oh man, that would <laughs> so happy. That would be the best moment very, of my, of my day excited. for sure. I, I would give up this kick game and just like go and eat all spice right now. <laughs> I wouldn't because I I know they'd be up to some stupid. Yeah, thing. that's probably true. Especially if it was a handmade sign that said pie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd more or less walk up and say the fuck. Yeah, that's a good point. So okay, basically what we find out is that Skull has. Without the aid of, like, Excel or any computer programs... By hand. He has by hand... In the early 90s, this is how most people did those things. Gone through the calendar of the last several months, and every time a monster has attacked Angel Grove, he has marked down, like, this, this day, this day, this day, here's all the attacks. And then he... Well, he says he made a pie chart... Uh, that and correlates points, yeah, and points to the box. At yeah. Which point, at which point, Bulk looks into the box, gets a disgusted look on his face, and like throws the box away. Presumably, there's no pies in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But basically, he says, "Okay, what I found out is that every single time a monster has attacked Angel Grove, uh, Ernie had the day off." Now, we, we know that's not true. Putting aside the Painly fact that false. that's a lie, like we know that's not true. <laughs> We've been watching the show. I think my favorite thing about this um this scene is Bulk is has been doing something independently on his own. He has all this energy and like excitement for it and is basically manhandling Bulk as he explains everything. You, you mean Skull. Huge. Skull is Skull is basically the the uh, the alpha in this right, scene. Yeah, it's this huge reversal yep. of their normal yeah. dynamic, and it's a lot of fun. It's really cool, yeah, yeah. and it also means that Skull, like, has a brain, because sometimes it doesn't seem like he does. <laughs> I mean, he at least has a corkboard and some red strings. Right, yes. We know, we know that much. Uh, and but also, like, Ernie has off days? That's a good question. <laughs> Since fucking when? Who's working? Well, there was that period where Oh my god, I've forgotten his name. Richie, Richie thank Richie. you. Where yep. Richie was working at the at the Jam and Juice bar. But other than that, he owns it, right? Like who's gonna be working? He doesn't have employees. 
Like who? I, as far as we know, he would, as far because... as we know, he lives there because any time of the night he happens to be there. That's true. They've been there at like one a.m. and he's just like, "Hey guys, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I, it's a popcorn. Yeah, and he always has a giant bowl of popcorn. Exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, they now. I mean, they're wrong, obviously, but I love the idea that instead of what they've been doing this entire season, which is just like jump to an insane conclusion with no data skull fucking did some work like he's wrong but good try i appreciate it so this, this isn't the first time they've accused ernie of being a power ranger either like no that's the I thing they like should maybe some unconscious bias here where like <laughs> you would think they remember the last time they said ernie was a power ranger and he mocked them by yelling hiya at them here's the but thing maybe they didn't realize they were being mocked Okay, fair point, yeah. So, um, at this point, so, okay, by, by teach a karate class, Rocky meant there's this one girl I have to practice karate with. Well, we know he teaches a class. This is clearly just like an independent tutoring session. Sure. Um, so this, this little girl, this adorable little girl comes up and is like, hi, Rocky, will you teach me for my green belt test? And he's like, fuck. Off gambling. <laughs> I'm having so much fun playing Pacheco. Yeah, it's pretty sad, actually. And we get these yeah. close-up shots of Rocky's face, and it's kind of uncertain. There's a lot of yeah. like yeah. weird. Th- there's a lot of shots of like I don't know if they use fisheye, but like really close-ups of Rocky's face when he's acting crazy, and it's weird. I mean, it works. I don't they, like they, it. They, so. They, they, the lighting is such that his like face is kind of in the shadows, which doesn't help. Right. So he's like, I just want to have fun. It's too much work to help you practice. And this little girl's like, okay, bye. And just walks Aww. away. And she goes up to Billy and she's like, hey, Billy, what's wrong with Rocky? Don't, aren't you a superhero and shouldn't you notice this shit by now? Like, I seriously. Well, you see, little girl, he's got a gambling addiction. <laughs> he's been taken over by a mon- by a gambling monster. I call it Gamblor. <laughs> Gamblor. How many Simpsons references can we pack into one episode? I mean, I could do a lot. When Joel's Ooh, on, we can get a there, lot. Mostly that that's nothing because you have a gambling problem, which is probably what we should say at the end of this episode, but there you go. Uh, so at this point, we cut to the part. Uh, all the other four rangers are having a good time with uh, with with some frisbee. I'm sorry, some it's flying disc. Frisbee is copyrighted. Yeah. I apologize. They're really having a blast playing with their flying disc, it, and like Tommy does a diving so, catch on that thing. Look, because in slow motion he's 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 with his luscious hair. Cool, but it just means that someone made a really bad throw. <laughs> <laughs> well, but here's the thing: like the literally the only reason anyone plays frisbee is because there might be a chance for them to do a really cool diving catch. Uh, yeah, that's probably And apparently true. that catch was a game-ending catch because everyone gathers around Tommy after that to tell him how cool he is instead of him just tossing it again as you would if well, you Well, right, because this whole thing was just an exercise in creating a situation for somebody to get a, a diving catch. <laughs> so, uh, so at this... We did it, guys! High five! <laughs> so, so Billy walks up and is like, hey guys, we've got a problem. And ev- to everyone's credit, they're like, Zed? And then Billy's like, no, yeah. Rocky's something it's fucked. It's fucking <laughs> aggravating that, like, Kimberly gets it in one. Yeah. And Billy's yeah. just like, no, 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 no. They, no, they haven't seen the magic. Weird. That would have been really funny if Billy's like, no, 
Now you mention it, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh wait, right. It's probably it's probably not non-magical, given that all of our problems are magical based. We we, we should probably ask Ernie who gave him that pachinko and see if it's gold. We gold. never find out who gave him the pachinko machine, by the way. So gold in the back alley. Perhaps Goldar wearing a mustache and some glasses. Yeah. So I was thinking about trench coat fedora. <laughs> I thought we decided on the Yakuza and or the mob, so the Yakuza. Yeah, it could be the Yakuza. I mean, so maybe Goldar has Yakuza connections. We don't know. I was going to say, you don't think Goldar's a high-ranking member of the Yakuza? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, I do. <laughs> why would you possibly? Why Because it would be that? I mean, that's it would be fun. fucking Ernie having Yakuza <laughs> So, guys, 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 what's Goldar's, what's Goldar's back tattoo? Oh, uh, well, we can't see his back because he's got wings, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but as soon as he gets into a fight, he'll be able to pull, like, his, like, armor or whatever off in, like, one... Uh, it's definitely... Goldar's back tattoo... No, I got it. Goldar's back tattoo is a really shitty tattoo of a wolf. Matt, I was so (laughs) sure you were gonna say it's Akuma's tattoo. I was 100% sure that you were gonna make it... No, because that's way too close. Yeah, no, Matt got it in one. (laughs) Okay, so at this point... Wait, is it him... Cause he's a wolf man. Is it just I was him? Gonna say, the it, was, it was just I'm himself. Gonna, it's a tattoo of Goldar on no. Goldar's back. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a weird no twist. It's actually Doggy Kruger. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> it's like Steve where he has his own face. So tattoo. we cut to the moon. Uh, no, we don't. We cut to Serpentera, which is yep. well, it's, cooler it's, than cutting. It's to the weird moon. because like. As if in a direct response to the fact that Bill is like, no, I don't think it's Zed. Zed just goes, wait a minute, they don't realize I'm up to something? Send the fucking buddies! Yeah, well, sorry, to this is my favorite line in a very long time, and it's not in the subtitles, so I actually took a note, which I haven't done in a long time on this show, to pull back the curtain, because uh, Zed goes, the Rangers want to ruin my fun! No, not that! <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fucking good. I love you, Goldar. I'm so happy you're still giving Zed the business, even though you are basically uh, just over it at this point. So, uh, so he's like, "Send in the putties." But yeah, you're right. They have no reason to suspect him, and this is not the first time that's happened. But yep. like. Boy, the villains sure want you to know that they're doing stuff by attacking you yep. with putties for no reason. Which they do, and the putties is beaming, doing the wave on the playground equipment. I mean, we've had some really because good putty uh, putty intros recently. Yep. Um, Has I- anyone on YouTube done a super cut of putty intros? Because if not, I think I know what I'm going to do with my day off tomorrow. Let me, let me ask you a question. <laughs> do you think... That these, the putty, because we know that the putty actors are basically the same people every episode. Uh, do you think anyone tells them what to do oh, for God, their no. intro? They don't even tell them what to do for the fights. They're okay. just, you know, spar. So I guarantee you, you none of this is choreographed. So you think they were just like going for the goofiest shit they could think of and are like, oh, they'll call us on it eventually. Eventually they'll say no. Your job was to dress up in a like weird, like, gray bodysuit every week and like fight with some teenagers you'd probably like come up with goofy shit to do on set too yeah probably so uh at this point we have a buddy fight it's okay it's fine it's actually been a little while since we've had a putty fight on a playground surprise yeah that's yep. true it, i like it it has been a little bit it, it's an okay putty fight uh aisha takes a moment in the middle of the fight to call zordon and ask uh for backup which is yep. not okay that's fine, 
There are so, five of six of you. I think you got it. Like, yeah, well, it's, it's one of those things that we keep running into with like the sliding scale of like putty difficulty, where like yeah. sometimes one person can take on an entire team of putties all by themselves, and sometimes the entire team gets like wrecked by them. Yep. Oh, Honestly, I can't. I can't believe we skipped over this. I I had to make a note of this because it's fucking amazing. When the putties show up, Tommy's line to everyone yes. to get ready for the fight is battle stations everywhere. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> everyone get into your turret and man those AA guns. <laughs> like, now that Jason's gone, Tommy's running the daily drills, and like he really wants to be as like cool and tactical as you know Jason was, but he really doesn't know what he's doing. Also, <laughs> at the start of the fight, when they all do their little pose lineup, Tommy very defiantly throws the frisbee on the ground. <laughs> there, there's Three times over, guys. There's only yeah, no. You literally. would think he'd find a way to use it in the fight, like toss it at some Z on the chest of a putty. That would be great. Man, but like no, they yeah, don't do uh, that. back and forth, well, he uses like, it later. Frisbee. Yeah, back and forth frisbee weapon oh, would okay. be a really good prop for a putty fight. Uh, yep. So the only thing I really want to mention about this putty fight is that at some point Adam kicks a putty up a spiral slide, which is yep. yeah, <laughs> kicks him real hard. Yeah, I don't know how much energy would be required to hit somebody and send them up a slide like that, but I can tell you it's a whole. <laughs> they just love oh, it's very Consider how like static, clingy uh, slides are, and how much like static those putty suits would generate and like i feel like yeah. there's gonna i think feel like it's gonna be easier than you think maybe possibly but i also feel like you just kick the fucker through the slide <laughs> at that point yeah they would go over the so at this point of- uh we cut back to rocky who is so he's not on the pachinko machine anymore he is playing an arcade game He's playing kick. Uh, the yeah, now. and when he he gets a call from zordon so he steps away from the machine and he's like, what do you want? And Zordon's like, oh, um, help fight the putties? The park. And he's like, yep. that's it's no like fun. some shit's going down in the park at the playground. Right. And, <laughs> and as Rocky turns around, instantly some kid steps up and takes the arcade game. He was like, yes. Yep. Oh, and Rocky's, the face Rocky's making. That kid was waiting for that for a while. <laughs> yeah, he's like, as soon as he steps off, if, if, he, if his credit isn't done, I get to walk in and steal it from him. That's arcade yeah. rules. Sweet, That's I get to works. play on somebody else's quarter. <laughs> Fuck yes. Joel, go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, just Rocky's face throughout this whole thing is like a six-year-old who is being told he has yeah. to eat his vegetables. He's doing that. Yes, yes, face. very much. Well, he's talking to um, yeah. So he decides that, well, maybe I can have some fun at the park. Uh, since my- And uh, speaking of which, I wanted to say earlier that um, what I really like about that putty fight at the park is it reminded me of like when I was a kid, I, me and my brother would have like play putty fights. Oh, like, totally. Shadow putties yep. at the park. Absolutely. And we would like go on the jungle jams and pretend we were like going on a swing and kicking someone and like. So I mean, like, and I mentioned before that I I love the American putty fights. Actually, like I, I it, it is a shame that they didn't show a Diamanter shoot suits, but these fights that they do are kind of one of the big reasons me and my brother liked it as a kid because we were like, yeah. oh man, the stars are actually fighting. Yeah, putties and the putty fights were just perfect for recreating on the playground. Uh, and also, like the in terms of like actually well done aspects of the show, the putty fight is. Probably the best thing on the show, like most of the time. No, no, no it's the music. Yeah. The music. Oh, music's, music's pretty yes, good. Yes. Also, like about a third of the time, the putty fights actually happen on playgrounds. Right. So, that's I mean, that's true. A, it, totally. Yeah. yeah. To Have one. I told the story on this show about um, 
uh, I was in, it was not a putty fight. I was imagining I was fighting foot ninjas as a ninja turtle. Oh, I've done that a lot and, too. <laughs> and I, and I, I punched a tree and almost broke my hand. Have I told that story? I don't know Zach. if you told that story, you but did. I feel like, oh, I, feel like I know it anyway. There's a home video of me, like, obviously that was not recorded because it was a home video of, like, my parents were making dinner back when you used to just record everything for no reason. And yeah. uh, That's not the past. That's yeah, now. that's true. I think you're confused about <laughs> But that. in any case, uh, I, I just come in with, like, blood on my hands, and my parents are like, <laughs> oh, my God, what happened? And, I'm, and I literally, <laughs> six-year-old Zach just says, a tree like beat tree. me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so adorable. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I also, used to do that, too. Also, it's believable for adult Zach. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, that so. is accurate. And he used that vernacular when he tells people. Yeah. That would be accurate. I could see a stationary tree somehow beating Zach up. So, yeah. we, go, we cut to the uh, park. There's uh, some more putty. Oh, no, wait, the putty fight's not over. They're still fighting putties. Uh, Rocky shows up really fast. Rocky gets there, <laughs> probably but, teleported, oh, he teleported there. there yeah. But then yeah. Adam's like, "Well, I mean, clearly Rocky's not going to help." And Tommy's like, "Okay, fine, let's just fuck him up." Yeah. It's- so what he does? So what he does when he shows up is he picks up the frisbee and starts looking around like a kid in a fucking chocolate factory. Yep. Right. And then he goes on the monkey bars. Well, no, the best part is they they beat the putties. The putties all explode. And then it pans yep. over to Rocky just do it going wee on the monkey on the uh, that's not called a monk monk oh yeah monkey bars sorry the monkey bar is the thing you grab with your hands and like swing yourself like through like a, a, a horizontal ladder that's suspended above the ground that's what those are yes right. we yes. have to explain swinging. what monkey bars are yes yeah, I mean Zach was fashion, asking about it in a fashion similar to a monkey. Yes. yes. Holy fuck, we really are just going <laughs> to For listeners who don't know what monkey bars are, this is like the least funny episode. We explain fucking So, so then, then we cut to Serpentera, a cut being an abrupt change in the scene. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck's sake. God damn it, I fucking hate you people. So... Except you, M. You're cool. Oh, thanks, Matt. I like you, too. <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay. <laughs> so, we cut up to the uh, to the place, and Zed's like, yeah, I'm going to make a monster. Then we cut down, and Bulk and Skull are, like, crawling under the, the bar. So good. So like they crawling. <laughs> yeah, so Ernie can't see them. They also have, like... Bandit masks on or something? I'm not sure. I think those are. They got goggles. Okay. Night vision goggles, but that's not what they are. But maybe they think they are. Also, it's clearly brightly lit, and they wouldn't need those anyway. Right, Ernie. Ernie was clear to protect them against popcorn-related mishaps. Right, because Ernie spills a bowl of popcorn on them. An entire full bowl of popcorn that Ernie just knocks off the counter. Yeah. Really. Well, then there's a, an effect it's of the a thing that happens a lot because Ernie's reaction is just to throw his hands up like ah, again. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a shot I of really stop leaving these huge bowls of popcorn laying around. Yeah. So just kind of the short version of what happens: Bulk and Skull are sneaking around the front of the juice bar. Yep. And then Ernie accidentally spills the popcorn on Bulk, and as he comes around to clean it up, Bulk and Skull <laughs> crawl away quickly because they're trying to be sneaky. Mm-hmm. And as Ernie bends down to pick up the popcorn bowl, Zed disappears the pachinko machine. 
Yep. And then Early turns well, around and is like, "What? Now my fucking pachinko." Now machine. technically it doesn't oh, disappear because there's an amazing shot of the pachinko machine like yep. flying off the screen. It's captured <laughs> off by lightning yeah, from serpent. It's really great. Which, but I really like that this thing was there literally seconds ago and just vanished. Yep. And Ernie's reaction is, "Well, what the hell?" It's like, "What again?" Every time I buy a new thing, it just disappears instantly. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, but then Bulk and Skull crawl back, and then Ernie just fucking no sells. They're sneaking around, and he goes, "Hey guys, uh, you seen my pachinko?" <laughs> he he knew they were there the whole time. He's just like, "Whatever." Like, I, like, at this point, he's got to be just used to Bulk and Skull screwing around, and he's, I suppose, as long as they're not breaking stuff, he doesn't really care. Right. <laughs> so at this point, um. Uh, we, yeah, the, the, the monster gets made. It's a weird pachinko head monster. I mean. Okay, when it, when it teleports. I love the transition. Yeah, the teleport or like the thing where it forms in or whatever is, it's the outline of it just filled with pachinko balls. Uh, you guys missed a great skull moment where like, they say they're looking for a contact lens and then skull like knocks the lens out of his goggles so that they can like go and pick that up. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so the, the machine teleports in. It's a big pachinko head monster. Yeah, the Rocky sees is like, oh, I'll bet he knows how yes, to Yes, that fun. line's great. That, that, is a, that is a pitch so fucking slow, even I can't <laughs> be asked to try and hit it. Like, yeah, okay, sure. You know what? That's yeah, fine. Have fun with that the guy. Smile, That's not even a slow the, pitch. That's T-ball. The smile on that his face when T-ball. he says that is haunting yeah it really is like t-ball though it's like you know there are so many jokes i can make about my warped sexuality <laughs> to fuck a pachinko machine <laughs> i have would be willing to fuck a pachinko machine but you know what? i mean so, it would, take, it would, it would really take balls to do that oh, fuck oh for fuck's sake right off there. yeah there's a lot of potential for ball jokes. so that's so, another thing so here's the yeah. thing the monster shows up and everybody morphs Oh, I Why love does this. Rocky? Morph? Yeah, that's a good question. He wants to have fun. <laughs> yeah, morphing is fun, and then he gets to like run around like an. Animal. I'm glad he morphs. I finally get to see where that gift came from. Exactly, I'm glad he morphs because <laughs> if in, if you've ever been on the internet, you've seen a gif of this episode yep. because it's the yep. the Red Ranger is just running around like an idiot, cheering and like hollering, yep. and it's really great. Yep. I, I. Yep. That part is excellent. He, so it's there's these it, the beginning of it or whatever is these three quick cuts where the team is all assembled and Rocky just runs across the screen. Um, it cuts to the monster, cuts back to him doing it again, going the other direction. Yep. Then it cuts to the monster, cuts back to him, and he's running back, but he's found the frisbee. <laughs> he's like a fucking, like a fucking golden retriever. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> there's this there is a bit where he does that super racist uh, like, yeah. thing. Yep. Like yep. Yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. Wait, no, is it milk dick, milkshake duck in full effect again? Is that what I'm yeah. doing here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean Rocky is, is funny, but he loves fun loving but, Red but Ranger. To be fair, it's nineteen ninety four, so everyone's racist. Yeah, so so in any case, after that happens, the, the monster actually turns everybody except Rocky into pachinko balls, which is uh, Adam and and Tommy not at first, but yeah. Uh right. Yeah. So Yeah, first it's just Aisha, Kimberly, and Billy. Yep. And Rocky's applauding the monster. He's super happy this. about it. And he starts dancing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Adam yells, we've got to get hey, those you, balls. You made me my friends. That's awesome. Way to go, monster. Yep. yep. <laughs> the shot. Like you turned them into 
in, into unfeeling, non-sentient like so, pieces of metal. That's got to be a horrifying experience, just so on a soul-crushing a, level. But I'm gonna dance it's, over it's here. It's confirmed later it. that they that they remember what it's like being a ball. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. The, the <laughs> shot after this of the White Ranger picking all the balls up is fucking hilarious. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> um, it, so here's the thing: this is footage they made up for America, right? Because like yeah, it's, it's be. the Jew Ranger costumes fighting this monster from Die Ranger. Yep. So they managed to come up with an idea so bizarre that I would have sworn it was from like Jew <laughs> Two footage or something. Yeah, to, yeah. To, to be fair, we don't know that this thing didn't happen in Die Ranger. Maybe they just like pick up that idea from that. Right, but even so, they, they made it. these I mean, giant. They made these giant pachinko balls and then put pictures of the Power Rangers helmets on them. To represent the rangers being turned into these inanimate objects. Like, that is some weird, weird (laughs) shit. Yeah. I mean, if there's anything we've learned, more often than not, like, just the the non, like, overarching plot episodes, which is the majority of them, uh, tend to just be, the plot tends to be just ripped straight from the Sentai. So this (laughs) is probably more or less exactly how the Die Ranger episode went down. Yeah, but I'm gonna say the Die Ranger episode probably didn't involve them playing soccer um, I with would, their friends. Um, Matt, the one episode of Die Ranger I've seen is the Rangers playing a game of baseball against three of the monsters. So, okay, never mind them. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. I mean, fair so enough. let's let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, hi, I'm Molly, a trans girl living in Seattle. Hi, I'm Ashley, a trans girl living in Florida. And I'm Jules, a trans girl living in Sydney, Australia. We're hosting a new amateur anecdotal advice podcast about what it's been like for us being trans. We'll be covering topics such as coming out, realization, experiences with HRT, thoughts on surgery, romance, and family. You can find us at TM Radiocast on Twitter, and you can send in questions to transmissionquestions at gmail.com and transmissionradiopodcast.tumblr.com. Join us three on what it's all about being trans in your mid-twenties through our own, frankly, weird and wonderful experiences. Do you love writing the backstory for your tabletop game characters just as much as the adventure? Ooh, yes I do. How about creating fun, kick-ass, and inclusive characters? Oh, I like that. If you answered yes, then check out All My Fantasy Children, a tabletop character creation podcast hosted by me, Aaron Catano, and my best friend, Jeff Stormer. How cute. Together, with our powers combined, we create a new character every single week with the help of listener-submitted prompts and a variety of cool tabletop games. But where can I find it? Find All My Fantasy Children on SoundCloud, iTunes, Android Play, and on Twitter at AMFC underscore podcast. Alright, so Tommy scoops up these fucking pachinko balls and... It's- I mean, basically, if it had run a little longer, it would have been one of those, like, vaudeville routines where somebody's trying to, like, literally can't hold all of this object. And in the meantime, yeah. Adam and Rocky both got turned into balls, so it's just, yeah. it's just Tommy right you now. You know, let's talk less over the fact that this fucking Pachinko monster talks in rhyme. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah he does. So, also, we, um, before Tommy picks up the balls, we miss a scene with um, Rocky <laughs> literally playing soccer with one of them. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, with the pachinko so, like, monster. Don't be a stranger, play kick the ranger! Yeah, he gives so little shit about his friends right now that he will just literally kick them around. <laughs> well, he's having also, fun! 
Also, like, how heavy do those balls have to be? Because he's literally kicking around balls of steel. And well, I mean, I... <laughs> also, we haven't mentioned that Tommy distracts the Pachinko Monster by tossing the Frisbee. Like, oh, it's off. so good. <laughs> yeah. Because I guess the Pachinko Monster is under the same spell that Rocky is, where he just has yeah. to have fun. So he throws oh. the fucking Frisbee and Pachinko Monster's like, oh, yay, yeah. who's well, yeah, that? Yeah, because <laughs> what happens here is Adam and Tommy are, like, standing by watching this go down, and Adam's like, Wait, no, I got it. And she starts running towards him. And Tommy's just like, no, Adam, wait. And then Adam gets turned into a ball. <laughs> so yeah. we teleport uh, We teleport to the, the command center. Tommy puts all the balls down. Uh, Alpha waves a glowing red stick at the balls. <laughs> this, this... Okay, let's just let's just let's just rip this bandit off. This scanner thing that Alpha's got in this episode is one hundred percent a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, that's not where my mind was going with what you were about to say, but that's way funnier. So please continue. I thought it was a. I thought it was you know like the toy lightsabers. How yeah, that's like, what it looks like you, to me. You like you like uh. You know, you it, wave it, them and they extend. Would, but like, it's got that extra little bit on the side. I just noticed that, and you're right. It looks it's like one of those toys that have oh exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a rabbit, is what you're telling me. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Which is why Mike so, noticed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike loves rabbits. That is a so. deep. There's. You need a lot of knowledge to get that joke. Okay, <laughs> the one joke we will not explain on this. So episode. after. Yeah. So so let's get back on track. So Alpha starts waving the fucking sex toy Alpha at the balls asked of steel. What happened? Which. Okay, first of you all, you have watching? a fucking globe that can show you what's going on at any given time. And second of all, Zordon seems to already know what's happening to the Rangers at any given time. Like, how the fuck do you right. not know what's happened here? Yeah, Alpha, Alpha and, took a bathroom break and came back. <laughs> <laughs> he was eating cookies with his, with his rabbit. I've been gone. <laughs> oh gone God! For five no. minutes. Why? So, um, <laughs> at this point, uh, the sounds like the, Alpha also just wants to have fun. Yeah. Oh God! So okay, <laughs> they're they're like okay, so we've got to reverse this this spell, but it'll take us a while. Go fight the monster. Okay. You skip the bit where they look at the viewing globe and the monster is at the amusement park making all the rides go faster for more fun. Right. Of course. Yeah, we get, I we get Dark Ranger footage of like, and it's actually pretty hilarious of just, I, I don't know what this ride is called, but it's like, it. That thing uh, that spins you, yeah. We, we had one over at La Ronde, which is our local amusement park, and yeah, it, it's pretty cool, but. At some point, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be frank with you. Yep. Thing that spins you in regard to amusement park rides yeah. is not very specific. Not super yeah, you're descriptive. Right. No, I mean I, it's I, hard I, to describe, but it's it's these like this row of seats, kind of that's on. Okay, so a, you know how when you're on a swing and you want to like try and swing it around, like over the top of yeah, the set. Yeah, it's one of those. This it's thing like, does that. Also, it spins right. you on two axes. Like it's one thing that swings in a big circle, and the thing on top of it is where the seats are. It also spins. On itself, right? Kind of like you a know, I was centrifuge type thing. I, I was going of. to try. I tried to remember the name of it because Roller Coaster Tycoon One had this exact ride. But then I thought of Roller Coaster Tycoon One, and all I could think about was me launching my guests into the fucking stratosphere, <laughs> fucking launch towers. Well, the, the like, one here was called fuckers. the tornado, so that's what I'm so, going to call it. Um, I just noticed with this, uh, we get to the Die Ranger footage, and we get a close up of like the face of the Pachinko monster. And, uh, like, 
I guess kind of like a pachinko machine would have. It's got art all over the front. This monster's just got like two skeletons on yeah. its face. Oh, it's a Castlevania one. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said earlier, erotic yep. fan uh, violence. That's it. Hit the lever. <laughs> You almost said erotic fan fiction out of pure... Fantasy like, is what I almost said. Okay, actually. sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. The more you saying that word. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like a mental like autofill. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we, get, we get something here that we don't get nearly enough of, and that's Die Ranger footage Tommy. Yep. Where it's, it's the little where kid character just kind of dancing around, and it's Jason David Frank's voice. Yep. Yes. And he acts goofier, talks to his sword a whole bunch. And yeah, we get he's Saba talking, which isn't something yep. that happens enough. Yep. Right. So, okay. So, uh, does he summon his guy yet? Does this thing happen? I'm like, I'm lost a little bit. Okay, guys- so what happens here is he White Ranger shows up. Um, the monster just kind of fucks right off and wants to play more. Oh, yeah, he's like, hide-and-seek. We're gonna play hide-and-seek, yeah. Yeah, and then Zed's like, yeah, okay. It, yeah, it cuts, it, just to, wants- it cuts to Goldar going, well, what's he doing? Why doesn't he finish him? This monster sucks. <laughs> yeah, and then Zed something, says something to the effect of, like, the asshole's just dicking around. He doesn't actually want yep. to fight. We're gonna Toss make him grow grenade. big. Yeah, we're gonna make him grow big, and this will also make him into a nasty motherfucker, so he'll actually finish the job. <laughs> which is, yeah, which is, him, which is weird, because you'd think if this guy just wants to fuck around, he'd get a real kick out of being big, and like being able to fuck around on a larger scale. Well, well that's actually, the thing, if, if he's big, at least he's causing some destruction and being a villain, and not just running around doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, we see him take down a building immediately. So. Well, yeah. he, takes, he takes down a, like, paper mache project. Yes. Well, <laughs> so a building. Also, um, the explicit <laughs> implication here, due to the way Zed words it, and I can't remember, but the explicit implication is that this the growth potion also makes the monster more aggressive. I guess so. Uh, I like think you could infer it that. Defini- it definitely they definitely like imply that. So that happens it's anyway. He gro- yeah, exactly. Anyway, he grows big. Tommy summons the white tiger sword, and then yep. he gets his shit wrecked. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't go well. Yeah, uh, this, it, this this fucking super badass tiger sword just gets fucking dumpstered by this. This happens machine so much when the tiger sword shows up. Like it, half it, the time, the tiger sword shows up, it immediately gets bodied. You know th- what I really want them to do is I want them to play the white tiger sword power song over <laughs> a montage of Tommy just getting his fucking right, <laughs> back, kicking his legs helplessly. He- he gets his ass kicked so hard, by the way, that he gets knocked out of the Zord, which happens sometimes, and I still don't really understand how that happens, because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, and this reminds me that I had a... Into, he gets knocked into some part of the park, like, he's not even in the same, like, area yeah. as the Zord. This reminds me that I had a white tiger toy that didn't transform and was, like, a remote control thing, but all it did was, like, kind mm-hmm. of... Like flail forward and fall over. <laughs> so it was accurate. I was about to say, so an incredibly accurate recreation of the white tiger sword. Exactly. Fantastic. So, uh, guys, the white tiger sword kind of sucks. It's, but it's I mean, it looks cool. Looking, cool. But yeah, it's got a badass theme song too. And then it shows up and it's like, oh. Yeah, I, I think we one could argue the dragon sword was more effective. Uh, Dragon's Orb was fucking sweet, dude. It was remote yep. controlled and had fucking rocket pods in its fingers. I mean, that it was, was evil half the time, also. But aside yeah, that's from true. That, it, it also got beat up. So man, at this point, so, um, so the Dragon's Orb had the like pachinko lights on it. Man, pachinko Dragon's Orb versus it, pachinko monster would win a much better match. Yeah, and it also those lights had that awesome. 
techno <laughs> noise that was fucking awesome. Also, it didn't get beaten up in anywhere near as much as the White Tiger Zord. The, the Green Dragon Zord was way more effective than this fucking thing. And it's still around. Okay. It could just it is show up. It's in the water. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so at this point, way. Rocky uh, gets t- transpo- or, uh, transformed back into a human by... It, it, uh, it turns Alpha. out Halpha has a magic flashlight. What turns people away from being... I'm sorry, magic balls. flashlight or magic flashlight? No, God. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Zach. Stop. That was a really, really violent reaction to the word flashlight. I just... We just... We Alpha d- is a child. He's a robot and also a Look, child. We just established <laughs> his other thing was a sex toy. How is this joke too far? Uh, because we need to. I want him trying to move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> he carries around a teddy bear. He's a child. Aww. Okay, well, Zach, we could Zach. unpack that some more. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I mean, he's also like theoretically like tens of thousands of years oh, old. Yeah. What Dude, like weren't you guys problem, making jokes about age fine. play when he first showed up? Yes, yes, we were. <laughs> I think we were. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, it sounds so, like us anyway. Me. Yeah. So, so Rocky gets turned back into a real boy, and at this point, um, like they broke and uh, they broke the spell over him when they did this somehow. Right, and then yep. we cut to, or, or he's like, "What happened?" Oh God! They explain I, I what's imagine going on. He's pretending he has amnesia because he doesn't want to like fess up to how much of a shithead he was acting like. Right. But this this is the part where he learns a lesson for something he didn't do. No, actually, no. It's actually even weirder than that because he's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry for acting like such an asshole," and they're even like, "No, don't worry. You were under Lord Zed's spell. There was nothing you could yeah. do." It's hard to and do then- some character growth where you put your only character flaw under the umbrella yeah. of a magic moral, spell that yeah, would affect mo- you. For <laughs> yes, the moral is, don't get put under evil spells. Yep. Yeah, Good advice. They will, they will attempt to make that lesson later in the episode, yeah. which is even more confusing, yep. actually, yep. because whatever, fuck it. So, so, yeah, so Rocky says, oh, I'm sorry, I feel so bad, I'm gonna go help now, and he, he teleports, everybody morphs now. He gives, he uh, gives a much, well, no, well, he just... Just him. The others haven't. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, the others are still balls. Uh, You're right. He fights for a while as the red dragon zord, which, man, I love this thing still. It's really cool. cool. Um, I mean, it holds its own way better than the white tiger. Oh, yeah. Right. right. Which is ironic, considering this is supposed to be like one fifth of the zord's power. Right. (laughs) And then um, Alpha figures it out and makes everybody else human again. Uh, he but and by figures it out. By the way, I mean I mean he quote he increases the voltage voltage. Yeah. Yep. Um. So Zordon's like, hey, it's real bad. I really, I really like Kimberly in the scene because like she's doing these stretches and stuff. Like she's really like, cramping yeah. out being in the morph for so long. <laughs> Amy Johnson's amazing. She was so good in my last episode. It was ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah. Like everyone else is just standing there. She's like the only one who had the forethought to actually do something physically. Yeah. Right. I mean, Billy says it's sensational not to be spherical, which is pretty good. It's a good. That was good too. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that was, that's a that's a mid tier Huey Lewis album. <laughs> that's also, what Alpha <laughs> says. Hooray! I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> good boy, Alpha. Yeah, he he I'm good. You sure are, Alpha. Yep. What appears to be the problem, Alpha? Ay It's not working, Zordon. Maybe turning up the voltage will do the trick. Here goes. <sighs> well, it's sensational not to be spherical. Hooray! 
Yes, you are, Alpha. Thanks. And then later on, uh, she and Kimberly have a long talk. Kimberly's just gonna be like, look, we don't actually compliment Alpha. Don't let him, <laughs> don't, don't let him get a big head, okay? <laughs> Good. I don't you let it get a big head is more how I think she'd phrase it. They summon the Zords oh, and God. make the Megazord. Really dehumanize Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> We get it. We get it. Not a person. Yeah, he's a robot. We get a brief. Yeah, but he's got like two, Zach. Yeah. (laughs) No, but you said dehumanize. He's not a human. He could be a person. But but like Data has humanity, for example. Stop stop everything. Stop. We've established that Christianity is the one true religion in this in this this universe. Yes. What the hell happens to sentient robots? That's a good question. Yeah, well, I, I assume the same thing that happens to putties, which is they go to heaven. Um, you missed right. you missed the perfect Silicon Valhalla there, but already. Right. But I mean, imagine that's not imagine Christianity, this. Emily. <laughs> okay, but like, but like, imagine this, right? Like, you're a machine. You upload your consciousness as a backup. You die, but you lived a virtuous life. Your backup gets put into a machine body, acts like a sinner, gets plugged. Do both so that's robot Buddhism. That's isn't that just the game Soma? So here's the thing. Yeah, that's also <laughs> yeah, that's Soma. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, Matt. Like, the uploading to another body thing doesn't happen. Like, the other alphas are different alphas. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is under the rules of Christianity, does it does it count as two separate individuals? Yeah, they are. Yeah, because Alpha Five still exists when Alpha Six is around. He's fuck off fucking around with Zordon. Oh, okay, shit. Okay, so we actually detail this a little bit in an episode of of Foreign Beast because Kendall has, like, a pastor friend, and we were asked if, like, if if, if robots could be baptized or something, and then we went on this whole thing about that for a while. (laughs) So listen to Foreign Beast. (laughs) Transformers canonically have souls. Like, it's... Yes, they literally actually have souls that you can see. It's a part of the, like, fiction of that universe. Um, so, well, I would go off with the assumption that Alpha has a soul, but I guess I don't. Yeah, we don't know that Alpha has a spark. That. Yeah, we can't <laughs> see it like you can in, uh, in Transformers. So, okay, the God, get back to what ha- is actually fucking happening. The Megazord kills the monster. It's barely a fight. That's fine. Yeah, no, it, it's like not a fight at all. The monster gets knocked down immediately and is begging for mercy when they slice yeah, it. They, yeah, he sliced it while it's on the Fire ground. <laughs> yeah, they roll they roll a natural twenty with their sword and like yep. it's clearly Vorpal. Like that's Yep. Yeah, no, this thing gets <laughs> fucked up. So like instantly. this is this fight footage that we're about to see between Ser- Serpentera and the Dragon Zord and Tor. The shuttle zord. This is literally. Oh yeah, it is. I just double checked on on Ranger yep. Wiki. This is exactly the same footage from the power transfer, except in the yeah. power transfer they were on a different planet and they had an orange filter be- to show they were on a different planet. Yep. They just took that filter off and were like, "This is fine." And put yep. the exact I mean, I didn't see the other. Of course, one, they so did. It was new to me. Uh, yeah, I know you didn't. They knew that you missed the turtle torture, and they wanted to show it to you, Joel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that I, I got a second chance to see that. <laughs> it's, it's weird that during all of this, like this bit here, like Rocky doesn't say anything at all. No, like it's, it's a wordless fight scene. That's supposed it's... to be his episode, and like it's just well, dragon shows up, then turtle shows up, turtle turns into a dude, and the dude goes into the turtle. Dragon steps on the turtle, tries to crush it, and, and then I in the process crushes my soul. Yes. Yep. 
<laughs> Maybe they were like, oh, okay, there, so... There is a very heartbreaking close-up of Thor's face, like, writhing in pain as he's being crushed by Tempest Okay, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna posit something else. Thor literally exists for Steppy. <laughs> You're I mean, saying... that's what he does to his enemies. Thor is into it, <laughs> Matt. That is not the face of somebody who's into what's no. happening. No, no, that's his. That's oh, no, that's Terra. Please don't step on me with your giant dragon claw. You're saying that's Thor's <laughs> O face that we're. I, seeing. I think yeah. I think you're projecting a bit here, Matt. <laughs> the subtitle. The subtitles include the subtitles include an audio cue for metal creaking. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's he, he's I, literally absolute... getting broken here like uh, no, no but this happens repeatedly and this exact same thing happens again we have second time. in fairness we've seen tour three times and twice there was in fact steppy as yeah. matt so eloquently <laughs> puts it <laughs> he keeps going up against a robot bigger than him that makes sense that's what they Everything. do yeah that you just said it that's what he does <laughs> So, in any case, uh, Serpentera Steppy on tour, and then... I mean, it might not be a sex thing, but, like, Jesus Christ. And then, uh, it runs out of batteries again, and goes, bye, and just takes off. Zed literally says that, that, that tour drained over half their battery. But yeah, which yeah. I'm wondering if that means they put a whole ton of power into trying to step on tour, or if tour like is literally, literally designed for Steppy and he like drains <laughs> the power <laughs> of things that step on it, like a landmine. Because <laughs> Jesus, that Christ. would actually be pretty badass. But I thought the implication—I really cool. thought the implication was just that he's so tough that the amount of force they had to use to actually crush him was like just. No, I was under the impression that Tor is like a weird landmine, and if you step on it or make physical contact with it, it drains your energy. That, that's where my mind that hard, they bury it in the here's ground. Something, here's something that kind of backs that up. Like, we've seen Tor has the ability to change size. That's probably got to use a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's true. So, you're, and like, so, so, I, I think, so I think he's literally absorbing power from Serpentera to uh, let him grow and shrink. Yeah, I, I think Tor. I wasn't. I wasn't being cute. I think Tor is literally designed for Steppy. <laughs> I was. So, I was gonna say too. It's it's lucky that when the power goes out, that he steps off of Tor and doesn't just like become like a statue on top of Tor, yeah. continuing to crush I mean, it. <laughs> stepping off. Well, of see, Tor, here's since... the thing though. Tor has drained a bunch of energy. He can just shrink down and run away. <laughs> Okay. Sure. sure. And, yeah, because he can turn back into a normal turtle. Does for he some shrink? Because does, does he? Ha- doesn't he have the Red Ranger's Zord in it? Like the Red Dragon Zord? Would that yes. shrink too? Yeah, it would shrink. Let's and ask. Okay. Let's would, ask uh, Mike about would that. Would Rocky shrink? Okay, we, like, I guarantee. Size I'm and... almost positive we've had a conversation about if you shrunk the Zords to human sized with the Rangers in them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. We have. <laughs> I guarantee you, we talked about that. So okay. So, I believe you. So hang on. Since Serpentera is out of power, what happens now is that Serpentera is stuck there, unable to move, and just stays in the middle of that city, like, and Zed is stuck in there with gold, all right? Oh, just kidding. They just fly back well, up no. to Zed the Zed specifically says it drained over half their power, so they just have enough to get back to no, the no. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that, so. that's the, the no, it no, must take 50% of his power to get back to the moon, and he's there like, well, fuck this then. then. Which, so, if it takes like, 50% what? to get there, wouldn't it make sense that it probably took... Well, no, it would have taken... Shut up! To leave... Shut no, up! No, shut no, up! No, actually, it, it would have taken a lot a... less energy to leave the moon than it would to leave Earth. So, the... <clears throat> yeah. 
Does Serpentera calculate the Delta V needed to get them back to the moon and like shuts down everything else? And well, okay, as soon I as they assume reset, Goldar put that in after last time when they literally ran out of power, like completely. Listen, all right. Listen, y'all, we have some dumb conversations on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is not one worth having. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Man, when Mike steps in, you know that it's time to move on. So, okay, we cut. They, they win. The, they save the day yet again by just kind of hanging out until yeah, Zed yeah, gives once, up. Yeah, once again, Zed fucks himself over. Yep. Right. We survived Serpentera, everyone. Yay! <laughs> so he's going to be back in like three episodes with yep. this thing, and he's just going to kill everybody, right? So, yeah, no, probably. He's going to be ineffective every time somehow. <laughs> oh, God damn it. So we cut back down to the Jim and Juice bar, and uh, there is a news, uh, news thing on TV about how the Power Rangers have saved the day. Thus breaking Balkan Skull's theory that Ernie is a Power Ranger. <laughs> I like uh, how Balkan Skull aren't aware that the Power Rangers saved the day until he, they saw it on TV considering the giant fuck-off dragon that almost crushed their entire city <laughs> five minutes ago. They were too busy staking out Ernie. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I <laughs> That made me laugh. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think... um, Yeah, I, I think that... This could have been a lot better. The subplot here, uh, there's not much to it. It goes away pretty fast. There, there's the setup which I liked with Skull, and then this payoff scene is like thirty seconds, which is a bummer. Really, but, all you all yeah. you need for a good Balkan Skull plot is the plot itself doesn't have to go anywhere. It just needs to be a good set piece for them to do shit. Yeah, and we right. got and we got the initial scene with like all of Bulk's like, you know, like ramblings and like writings and or all of Skull's writings rather. You got the scene of them crawling around in the Jim and Juice bar. Like, I, I feel like it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. So, uh, at this point, Rocky comes in, and now we get the weirdest part of the episode, which is Rocky apologizing for shirking his duties, even though he didn't do anything wrong, like, at all. Yeah, I and mean, that was established well, previously He's... in the episode. He, he, okay, well... Yeah, but it's happening now, so we're talking about it again. supposed to teach karate to. <laughs> so, here's... And he can't just tell her, oh, by the way, I was under a spell from a space wizard. Also... Sorry about that. Also, morality I doesn't mean, he work could, that way. Because that's happened to civilians all the time in this show. Right, but, but here's the thing. Morality doesn't work that way. If you're forced to do something you don't want to that hurts other people, you don't just say, well, I don't feel bad about it because somebody else forced me to do it. You still feel guilty <laughs> as fuck. Because that's yeah. how caring about people works. Well, yeah, yeah. Saying Correct. sorry makes sense, but he says he literally says, "I've learned my lesson, guys." Right? Yeah. Like yeah, what like lesson? He literally says that, and it's like <laughs> that's no, Rocky. You, you didn't. You learned a lesson not to get. Spelled. I learned my cool. lesson, like I, I, in my mental checklist of things never to touch because they might have mm. a magic spell on them. I put a check mark next to Pachinko. <laughs> yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I, I a list. Says, there's an old yeah, saying that might curse me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Aisha says there's an old saying that says all play and no work can make a person a real jerk. That's and, not the saying. And Rocky, like, Rocky makes like a, yeah, I know I was a jerk face. And it's like, what is this lesson? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, they made, they put it in a rhyme, Zach. How do you not get it? Yeah, that's fine. So the little girl uh, that he was going to teach earlier shows up and they go off to teach a have a nice karate lesson and then the pachinko machine magically returns yep. literally magically it just appears 
next to Ernie. And Ernie's like, like, oh, that's great. All right. Yeah, easy yeah. go, easy come, I guess. Yep. Yeah. And he literally <laughs> immediately just goes, hey, Rocky, you want to get re-addicted to this thing that was ruining your life? Come on, let's do it. <laughs> and he, 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 earlier, he was like, he was like rolling his eyes at Rocky, like doing it. So it's weird that he's like so ready to, to put it back in. Well, yeah. So between, between then and now, Ernie realized that he could make money off of this if he actually made it. Ah, uh, gotcha. But yeah, and then B- Billy and Aisha look like they're a little bit like concerned that he might go back to his right, ways that he never actually away. had. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at this point, that's pretty much the end of the episode. And that uh, immediately Rock- goes from that Rocky's scene. Rocky's like, spring, no, yes. I'm I'm gonna be responsible. You not shirk the word. And right. It's like, oh, good job. And then play credits, whatever. Yeah. Gives a fuck. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I like this episode. It, th- this episode was great. Yep. Rocky's acting, Steve Cardenas' acting for like, I'm having fun is <laughs> really bad in a super a enjoyable way. I, I, I thought it was amazing. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I loved this episode as a kid and I love it now. It's <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah, it's, it really, you said The Room earlier, and it does kind of have a little bit of Tommy Wiseau quality. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's immediately what I thought. A little bit of just like, this person doesn't know how human beings are. Yeah. Like, yeah. But they're really passionate about not knowing how human beings work. <laughs> that's a really good way to put it, yeah. Also, also that really awkward sex scene that Ham Saban made of himself, like, that was just really fucked up. God. Uh, Yeah. See, I thought when you said sex scene, I thought you were going to go for like a David Kage sort of thing, but I respect that. (laughs) So, okay. That's the episode. Um, I am out of questions. So, if you have questions, you should send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Zach, I can bail you out because I have a question. Okay, can Yay. I finish? Can I finish giving the places that the no, listeners because, can send no, us questions? No, because I'm on. I'm on the show, and so that's how I can ask my question, and I don't need to know any of that stuff. Okay, what's your question? Okay, I actually alluded to the the thing for it earlier, so it's even relevant. Um, so I mentioned earlier that I saw an episode of Die Ranger where the Rangers played baseball against uh, some of the monsters. Um, which monsters that we've seen so far would you want to be on a baseball team? Uh, well, the baseball monster, the 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 turtle with the baseball bat and the light. I, oh yeah, I Babe, want, yeah, that was the one I thought of. Babe Ruthless. Yeah. What was that guy's the turtle's name? It was like uh, Shell Shock. Uh, Shell Shock. Shell Shock. Yeah. And Goldar. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. You you need more than three people for a baseball team. Well, because actually, once you that fill all bases, you're done. <laughs> there were exactly three monsters. <laughs> I mean, we've already we've already seen him twice, but I kind of have a soft spot for Pudgy Pig because he was on my VHS as a kid, so I kind of want to see him. Pudgy also, Pig's he'd probably good. eat the baseball, and people would be like, "What?" Yeah, Pudgy, Pudgy Pig. Pig. <laughs> Pudgy Pig would, and he would eat the baseball and then like spit it. <laughs> yeah, literal spit like that. Gross. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, okay, does that help? Does that help your question? Or do you feel better now? Sure, yeah, thank you. What the fuck? Are you okay, man? Zach? <laughs> Zach's like, it's my birthday. I'm, I get to be a jerk to no, everyone. I'm sorry. In hey, fairness, maybe, maybe I, Zach is also on a, under a spell. I, no, I almost spilled a I soda. I don't care about podcasts anymore. <laughs> All I want to do is have 
fun. I want to play Injustice 2 right now. I do now. actually really want to play Injustice 2 after this. I thought you said you wanted to have fun, though. Oh, fuck. Damn. Oh, burn. Ice cold burn. Video game opinions. Really, I want to play that game. I want to play that game just so I can zone with Deadshot and make people rage quit. Uh, man, they need to fix him. Anyway, Matt, uh, Matt, so. You literally want to play that game to make other people stop playing the game? Of course yeah, he does. Have you met Matt? Have fun with that game. No one. Does. I was gonna say yeah, this is Matt. Perfectly Matt. Like yeah, <laughs> if you haven't met thing. him. So okay, uh, if you have a question for us, you can send it to it. Ask us at Teens with Tude on Twitter, the Teenagers with Attitude Facebook group. By the way, if you um, if you ask for admittance to the Teenagers with uh, Attitude Facebook group, and I haven't given it to you. You can tweet me and say like, "Hey, can you can you hit me up?" Because here's the thing: I'll, I'll let you in on something that I found out fairly recently. Because I, I didn't understand this before I had a Facebook group. If you make a Facebook group with the word "teenagers" in the title, oh, no. you're gonna get like I don't know sixty spam accounts a day who. Are just bots that go and join every group with the name with the word teenagers in it oh, for no. some reason. Yeah, I don't really I mean, understand why. Because te- teens are the like number one people you want to like market to because they have yep. the potential to actually buy your shit and very little impulse control. Right. So uh, I obviously yes, I do do my best to weed through that and find the people who are the real peoples. But if you're held up and really want to be part of the conversation, hashtag join the conversation, then just shoot, shoot me a tweet oh, at Teens with Tude. if you are a bot and you don't want to just sell us stuff, you're welcome to. <laughs> yeah, if you just want to be a rogue, if you just want to talk about a, Alpha. A, a spam bot that's really a fan of Power Rangers in our podcast, we would like to have you on. So, <laughs> so we, we can your shit. And then the last place the you can fun. reach us, uh, teenager, uh, Teens with Tude at gmail.com. Uh, so... I don't have any questions. I do have this. I have, we have, we're printing a retraction today. I want to apologize to James who, uh, who sent us that Kitty Kong anger email. I'm all that. Never, never backpedal on this. Hold on. All all those, those months ago because he actually contacted me and let it, let me know that it was intended to be a joke. Yes, because Kitty Kong is a joke. Kitty Kong I, is I a mean, joke. I mean, I always assume there was a... You made that comment on the James. Facebook thing, too, Joel. <laughs> Very important people know, and not everyone's on Facebook. That's true. <laughs> he does I just say, think it's funny. He does say, you know, of course... It is no laughing matter. I, I am offended at the thought of joking about the dead serious topic of how much Kitty Kong sucks. <laughs> he seriously sucks. It's a serious issue. Kitty <laughs> Kong is the worst Kong. Fuck Kitty Kong. I hate him for real, for serious. Wait, wait. If you want to fight with me on this, I'm going to fight you. Is he worse than all the shitty Kongs from uh, Donkey Kong 64, though? Yeah, I was thinking, He's I don't worse. like Kitty Kong. Chunky, Ch- Chunky was like Kitty Kong, but more fun because he, he had overalls on and he was kind of scared of everything. What about, like, Lanky? Yeah, what about Lanky Kong? Kong? Don't you fucking dislike I am not invested in this conversation at all. This crazy Kong is just tune. Huh? DK. M, that's fine. Just say Lanky Kong sucks. No, Lanky Kong Don't dare. I'm not comfortable saying that. I think the best approach is to just disregard Donkey Kong 64 as an extant property. I but I like that. Okay, anyway, what was it? It was Donkey, Diddy, Lanky, Tiny, who for some reason was just. 
Dixie yeah. and, they and just didn't use Tiny her and Chunky were clearly supposed to be Dixie and Di- and Kitty respectively, and they decided to change them to new characters. I was gonna say, did they lose the rights or later they realized that Tiny was just you know a reskin of Dixie, and so they aged her up and made her taller. Okay, I didn't Wait, realize that. There, I forgot about Tiny Kong. Maybe Tiny's the one that sucks. <laughs> Not they as much as Kitty. Remember her. And so, Tiny's fine. She 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 has this like flower power overalls. She looks cool. So, so do you guys just like Kitty Kong for like gameplay reasons or just aesthetic reasons? Both. Both. I mean, I think okay. Kitty Kong doesn't Kitty Kong just play exactly like Donkey Kong? And Donkey Kong uh, is and Donkey Kong plays like it, shit. No, Never he play holds, Donkey. He holds barrels in front of himself. If you're so Donkey, hold- you die. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was about to say, don't all the runners you prefer Diddy? Yeah, yes. no, Donkey See, Kong Donkey controls like shit. Okay. But at least, right, like, fine. aesthetically, Donkey Kong has the cool red tie, so he's great. He's great. I don't like, I don't like his like onesie Kitty. pajamas. I'll admit that. I'm not yeah. a fan. And like with that, like, <laughs> I don't like that he's a literal baby, and that when he dies, he makes a horrible noise. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> he's he's up there with Baby Mario and Yoshi's Island for a oh, no. shit baby character. I would rather have a hundred Baby Marios than Kitty Kong. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna make an audio track of a hundred Baby Marios. <laughs> please do please edit it on top of the end of this podcast i think if oh, you no. actually do that you'll open a portal to hell. yeah i i i don't think i like that so okay real quick if you like us you should join or you should check out audioentropy.com see our other and and you can listen to a bunch of other podcasts that also hate babies right uh like for example <laughs> our, our friend emily's podcast <laughs> I don't, don't hate babies there. Do you, come up, do you guys talk about babies on War and Beast very much? No. Yeah. Because Transformers don't they're not babies ever. They're protoforms and then they're adults, so. Yeah, there's no baby Transformers, huh? That's sad. Wait, that seems like a what missed are, marketing what are opportunity if not baby Transformers. But I've seen so much art of them fucking. <laughs> yeah, well they 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 fuck for pleasure, not to reproduce. Yeah, exactly. They make an entire toy line out of Transformers. I guarantee you, I guarantee wanted. you, you could find some pictures of pregnant Transformers pretty damn quick. Oh yeah, yeah totally. oh, of course you could. Totally, yeah. We can what find that. It's not canon right now. <laughs> no, I prego Transformers shit doesn't do it for me. Oh, okay. That's not too much. Okay, let's anyway. let's close this out. All, all right, this is spiraling out of my control. Uh, ch- check Zach, out audioentropy.com. You think you still have control? Check of check of out uh, uh, Warren Beast and all the other fun podcasts on the show. Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, and I've uh, God, how do I do this? For teenagers with attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Simo. I've been Joel. I've been Matt. And I've been Emily. And may the power protect you always. Balls, 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 balls of steel. Fucking go. Nailed it.